It's time for the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Walland, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org. And now the broadcast. Please take your Bibles again, if you would, turn to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to read just the first three verses here. We're we're still in the introduction on this thought. How big is your faith? Please stay with me. We're heading somewhere with this. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen are not, were not made of things which do appear. We made the statement yesterday that faith is the foundation to all that we believe. This is the proof of faith, as verse 1 t- tells us about. Faith is given as the proof the evidence of things not seen. In other words, it's the foundation that Christianity rests upon. So I've already talked about that. Don't want to get into that again. Um, you can, if you want to, if you have not heard that uh, yesterday's broadcast, you can get on uh, our podcast. It's just back to the book. It's available on most of the major platforms, and you can look it up. It'll be on there uh, hopefully per, uh, pretty soon from when this airs. Um, Anyway, the foundation of our faith, um, then we move on to that it's, it's been proven by many others. Verse 2 says, For by it the others obtained a good report. God's given us testimonies of those that lived by faith, of those that believed in God's word. And guess what? They all have proven God's word to be true. So that's, that's kind of what faith is. It's how it works. Faith is a belief. It's confidence. It's assurance. And where is that rested for us as believers? It is in the Word of God. It's also proven by the examples that we have by all these Old Testament saints and those that have been before us. I want to look really quickly at the people of faith. So we've we've seen the proof of faith. Now we're going to look at the people of faith. And I want to just give you some of the names here. We're not going to read a lot of the verses, but just reading some of the names through this chapter. These are all Old Testament um, people that it's referring to. We have by faith Abel, by faith Enoch, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, through faith also Sarah, Abraham's wife. You have by faith Isaac, by faith Jacob, by faith Joseph, by faith Moses. You have Joshua referred to. You have the harlot Rahab referred to. There's Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets. All these names are brought up and referenced. These are the people that have made it to what we call the Hall of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11. I want to state this to you, that all these people, all the great things that they did, and if we had time, I'd read the whole chapter, but I don't want to take the time to do that. Please take take time to read that yourself. Look at the things God used them to do. Look at the things that, by faith, they accomplished. Amazing things. 
Huge things. Just just listen to this. Verse 33. These are just referring to all these people that he's referenced who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to f- flight the armies of the aliens, Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. All these amazing things that people by faith accomplished and did. Works for God. I want to make this statement that all these people that it referred to, if we're not careful, we begin to think of them as Special somebodies. People that were a a very different level than what we're at. People that reached a level that we just can't seem to get to. But that's not the truth. I believe with all my heart that these people were just normal people like you and like me. But people that had something different in their life which we're going to look at. That's where we're headed. What makes them so much different than us? Really just physically absolutely nothing. They all had faults and failures just like we did. We read of Abraham who Abraham, you know, his he God promised a seed through his wife, a child And we see him mess up and instead his wife says go into her concubine and and, um, have a child by her. And Abraham thinks, well, maybe that's the way God's going to provide the seed, my, my seed and the nation. And he gets ahead of God and he sins, messes up. We have the story of David got caught in adultery. I mean... So many men that are referenced that none of them were perfect. Every single one of them had issues in their life. What am I trying to say? That they were people just like you and me. They are not perfect people. There's nothing about them that should make them special. There's nothing about them that would make them or allow them to be able to do the things they did. It was faith in their life that accomplished the things that got done. It was faith in their life that took them to heaven, just like it will be faith in our life. God can and wants to use us to do amazing things. Why is it we don't see more of these kind of stories than what we do? There's something that maybe they had, an attitude maybe it was, or or, or some sort of, of desire. There's something, for some reason, that sets them apart from most Christians today. What is that? That's what we're looking at this week. That's what I want to find out. And we'll share that with you in a little bit once we get there. I want you to see this, that the possibilities to faith, they're endless. What is the limit to faith? God says in His Word that, you know, if you had a mustard seed of faith, that it can move mountains. 
We read promises like, if, if two of you agree on earth as touching Evan... Yeah, I cannot talk this morning. I'm sorry. If two of you agree on earth as touching anything, it shall be done for you. Or a verse like this that says, If we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us, and we know that we have the petitions which we've desired of Him. So many different promises in the Word of God. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. Do you believe that? By faith, th these are promises that we have, things that faith does, if we we'll believe in what God's Word says. This is the limit to faith, God's Word, God's promises. That's the only limit. There are promises in God's Word that we ought to be able to claim and watch God fulfill in our lives. But sadly, I don't see a lot of people doing that. I mean, we look at what these people here did. They did amazing things. What I'm trying to stress is that God can use you to do some amazing things. God has a perfect will for you. God wants to do things in your life. God wants, wants you to be a person of faith. The possibilities that God, uh, of what faith could do in your life, that God could work through your life, are endless if we just begin to take Him at His word. I want to give you this. Faith is a practical thing. We've seen the proof of faith. We've looked at the people of faith. They're normal people just like us. We've seen... But the possibilities of faith, it's endless. I've said all that to say this. Faith is a practical thing that ought to be in our life. Faith is not some sort of experiment, but it is something that ought to be experienced in our life. Faith is not just a theological or religious ideology. It's a practical thing, something that ought to be put to work in our life, Faith is something that ought to be manifested in action, not just in an intellectual agreement with some sort of truth or a list of facts. Faith is meant for us to put to practice in our daily lives in every single aspect of our life. You see, the power of faith, it's accessible to us today. God's all of faith, it's not finished yet. God wants to do amazing things through your life. We say we serve a big God. We say that He can do anything. But here's the question. Do we really believe it? You see, if we believe it, we're going to act on it. Faith acts on itself. True faith is shown by works. That's what James was getting at when he said, I'll show you my faith by my works. In other words, if I truly believe something, then I'm going to act on it. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with faith promise giving. It's how we give to missions. In other words, we believe God lays a certain amount on our hearts. And it's you see it a lot like in 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and, and chapter 9. Especially we believe God you know, gives a certain amount and then God provides that for us to give to missions. 
It's an amazing thing. There's some of you maybe that have heard that, maybe that give by that way. It's amazing to me. This is really where all this thought started to to come in my mind. We just went through our Faith Promise Missions Conference. And we've all committed to give such and such amount. We believe that God is going to provide it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, you'll find that a group of very poor people were giving two missions or, or some things that they had promised to give when they were extremely poor. They were giving out of their power, but not just that. The I believe it's verse 3 or verse 4 says that they were giving beyond their power. In other words, God started to do some amazing things through them and give some money through them that He would have never given to them. God was doing some great things through them. And I began to look in my life. I believe in faith promise giving. I believe God can do great things through that. But why is my faith, this is what I begin to question myself, why is my faith limited to just that? We say God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And as some preachers say, and the potatoes under the hills. He owns it all. I believe God has all power. God wants to do a work. I believe God answers prayer. But I'm afraid while I believe it in my head, I don't act on it a lot of things. Why is that? That question's been bothering me, I don't know, for a whole week now, I I guess it would be. What really spurred some of this study. What I want to look at for the rest of the week, if the Lord will help us, is what makes the difference between us and between these people in the hall of faith. Why is it that while we say we have a big God, we don't see any big things happening in our lives? But these people, who had a lot less spiritual knowledge really than we have today, did greater things, bigger things, than what I see being done today. I serve the same God. He's got the same power. He's not changed. He is able, I know that, the Bible says He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So why do I limit him in my life with my faith? That's what we're going to look at tomorrow if the Lord will help us. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in tomorrow, same time. You've been listening to the Back to the Book broadcast with Brother Jimmy Ruckman. You can send all correspondence to Brother Jimmy Ruckman, 1621 Six Mile Cemetery Road, Maryville, Tennessee, 37803, or email backtothebookbroadcast at gmail.com. The Back to the Book broadcast is a ministry of the Ridgeview Baptist Church in Wallen, Tennessee. You can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org.